Once again, a big hello and welcome, EOB Society. It's time for the fifth installment of Evolution of Brand. I'm your host, Jason Sircone, and today we are zeroing in on how a bend but don't break mentality can completely change your world. To add impact and value to your world with this conversation, I'm sharing the microphone with Marcus Ogden. Marcus is a former NFL player turned motivational speaker, and he's also the co-host of The Lev and Marcus Show, a podcast where he connects with leaders and motivators from all walks of life. As we unpack the evolution of Marcus, we're going to discover that the path to success is often littered with obstacles, with defeats, and with mishaps. But how we respond to those experiences is what truly defines who we are and the success we find in our journeys. Let's dive in. It's time for Episode 5 of Evolution of Brand featuring Marcus Ogden. Here we go. Marcus Ogden, welcome to Evolution of Brand. Take a moment to say hello to the EOB Society and share a time that you listened to yourself instead of what others told you was right, and it led to a major accomplishment in your life. Well, I would have to say, uh, Jason, speaking. You know, I've been speaking now for eight years. I started in 2013, and when I started, everybody, for the most part, said, Marcus, what are you doing? Go coach football be a high school football coach, stay in your lane. You'll never be the next Tony Robbins. You'll never succeed at this. No one's ever going to pay you to hear you speak or hear what you have to say. And that really, for me, Jason, was the catalyst of me to continue to push through all the no's I got for two years. I mean, I got my, it took me two and a half years to get my first paid speaking job. And I found out about it a little over two years into the process. And then the job was happening about five months later. So I started in September, 2013, found out about the speaking job in, uh, in uh, November, 2015. And I did my first paid speaking job in April, 2016. So it's more of listening to that inner voice versus listening to everybody on the exterior. That's oh, absolutely. against you. Know, you. You have to listen to you because you're the one that has to live your life. Nobody can live your life for you, not your friends, not your parents, not your siblings, nobody. And if you are going to let others influence your decision-making and how you're going to run and live your life, you're going to live a very long and for the most part, more than likely unhappy life. Your evolution, Marcus, has seen you go from the NFL to entrepreneurial success, to entrepreneurial heartbreak, to near rock bottom, to a world that's fueled by accountability and motivation. Tell us how you've navigated the course as your story has unfolded over the years. So for me, I've just been through a whole lot, like you said, Jason, NFL to business owner to ups and downs and all around. And what I tell people is, is that my mindset was what I call one that bent, but never broke. And because of that, it allowed me to stay on my trajectory, even when I lost everything. By the way, I didn't almost hit rock bottom. I hit complete rock bottom when I moved to Raleigh. I had $400 left in my name, Jason. I was fired from a couple jobs. I literally lost everything I own in a really bad construction project. And then I hit complete rock bottom in what's called my spoiled milk moment in September 2013 when I got someone's trash and rotten meat and nasty bananas over my body, my skin, and my clothes. 
And that was my complete rock bottom moment uh, in 2013, September. So my mindset has always been one, Jason, of bend, but never break. I think that's something we all have to take to heart that life is going to hand us some very awful things and some very bad hands, but we have to have the confidence in ourselves to be resilient and bounce back or else we're never going to grow. We're never going to evolve. We're never going to get better. And I'll say, Marcus, as I'm a lifelong football fan, and I think we sometimes have this tendency as fans to look at football players and athletes as a whole really as bigger than life. But while you're certainly in a brighter spotlight when you're in those positions, you're still a human being. What's one thing you think fans should know about the mindset of a professional athlete? That every professional athlete, no matter how glamorous you think their life is, how much money they have, all of them go through some sort of challenge, hard time. I just saw uh, Kevin Falk, who played for the Patriots. I just saw a few moments ago, his daughter, 19, passed away. So, I mean, exactly, 19. Keyshawn Johnson lost his daughter. I think she was like 21-ish, 22. So what fans need to understand is no matter how much money, fame, notoriety an athlete has, they're going to have problems. They're going to have real life situations like any other person. Yeah, they may have more money than most people or may have fame and all that, but money can't solve all the problems. I mean, I feel heartbroken for the Kevin Falk family to lose a 19-year-old. I don't know what happened, but no matter what happened, that's heartbreaking and that's gone way too soon. No matter the amount of money Kevin has, the fame he had as a player, Super Bowl champion, he, all the things he's earned, nothing can replace or nothing can help him heal from what he's been through as of today. So fancy to understand, Jason, that athletes are normal people and have real life problems like anybody else. When you came from that world, obviously it, you're, you're in a different mindset, but maybe not. Maybe there's a lot of parallels that run from the professional football world to your professional life when you were making that transition what was one of the biggest adjustments you had to put into place to make sure you did it well what I had to adjust to is properly managing my schedule when I got out of the NFL and I started my construction business and had a lot of success I was very organized in my day to the best of my ability when I got down here to Raleigh after losing everything and was fired from two jobs and was working as a custodian and a football coach, my day was not really structured that well. I mean, I knew where to go, but it wasn't like to the T. When I started my speaking business in 2013, I kind of flew by the seat of my pants. I kind of just said, oh, okay, I'll go do some of this. And I kind of, I tried to pretend and make myself seem busier than I was when I really wasn't. When I was really spending a lot of time, Jason, watching Match Game 77, Family Feud on the Game Show Network. And today in my business, I operate on a schedule. We have our interview here, 1130 to 12. I've got a call right after that. And I'm going to pick something for my wife. And I had to do my own podcast shoot one o'clock and have a 130. Like today in my business, Jason, and in my life, I'm very organized. I'm very efficient with time management. And I use and utilize a schedule in my phone as a way to make sure that my day is having purpose, having meaning, staying on track. And I continue to move throughout the day because when I have that schedule, it allows me to focus on what I need to focus on and not get all over the place or get discombobulated because I don't know what to do next. 
Time is the one element that we all have the same amount of every single day. And it's one of those things that some of us do very well with managing it and others struggle. And I think if you can get your arms around managing your time, it's going to be one of the most important aspects to your overall evolution. Because if you can't have some structure in your world that allows you to focus on the things that you need to focus on to make yourself grow, you're just never going to get there. And you've proven that with what you do, Marcus. Correct. What's one major problem that you've solved in the evolution of your brand that added value to your community? I ended up getting the right business partner. Her name is Dawn Wiener, and she has made my life so much easier by bringing in our web designer, our SEO person, videographer, our trademark and patent person. Before her, the business was kind of just I won't say floundering, but it wasn't growing. It was stagnant. When she came on board, it allowed us to bring in other people at the right time strategically. And it didn't put a lot of pressure on us financially. We kind of let people come in and grow with us to the point now where we have an excellent team. Again, we have a great videographer. We have a great website SEO person, trademark and patent person, bookkeeper, accountant, lawyer. All these people are part of our critical, crucial team. And without Dawn Wiener, Coming into our life back in 2017, we would not be where we're at today business-wise. Well, speaking of that, you are a motivational speaker and you, me, everyone experienced a lot of change in 2020 thanks to COVID-19. Now, as someone that is on stage speaking, having all that go away, you are the epitome of pivot and change. What steps did you take to continue motivating people when the big stage wasn't available to you? What I did was I would talk to whoever would listen, Pop Warner, youth, high schools, small conferences. I just went up there and told my story. That's why I was a good motivator, but I wasn't a good speaker. Once I learned how to give people a great story, with action steps that does three things, has great stage presence while I'm up there speaking, it engages the audience so they're not looking at their phone, they're paying on my words and hanging on what I'm saying, and it educates the audience. They learn something new that they didn't know before from my presentation. That makes a great speaker. So when I brought all that together, it made me go to a larger stage, bigger events, bigger conferences, national, international. But I was just starting out. I was full of motivation, which is not a bad thing when you're starting out. But once I learned the business, Jason, that's when things got better. As you've grown your brand over the years, what are some of the successful strategies that you've discovered that you've been able to repeat? And I know you're big on accountability. So I'd mm-hmm. assume that's the one that drives everything. It's all driven by accountability and discipline. But what I've done is I've learned to delegate tasks to the right team members. When you delegate tasks to the right team members and you don't step on their toes, you don't micromanage them, you don't stand over, you don't have your like eyes over their shoulder, that's when great things happen. So again, with Dawn, all of our social media, our strategy, our content creation, our blogs, she does that. Let her do it. George, website SEO, does a great job. If he needs me, he gets me a call, ask a question, but I trust him enough to go and do what he needs to do. Same thing with my videographer, Donovan. Same thing with Albert, my trademark and patent person. Same thing with my bookkeeper. Same thing with our accountant. So the way in which, same thing with our lawyer. 
The way in which I tell people is you've got to learn to delegate tasks to the right people and then don't micromanage them. Let them do their job. That's why I really don't feel Urban Meyer will be a great coach in the NFL uh, from what I'm hearing and reading. He is trying to now micromanage the drills. He's trying to get him to do it himself. Mm -hmm. And as the head coach, you cannot go out there and undermine your coaches and you're going to rub coaches and players the wrong way. And eventually they're going to push you out and force you out. And Jacksonville was a team that drafted me. I have so much respect and love for the Jaguars. I really hope if this continues, they make a move to get a coach in there that can really learn how to be a pro and not just try to come in there and the first sign of, you know, losing or stress gets anxious, gets nervous and tries to take everything himself. You can't do that. You can't micromanage professionals. Let professionals do their job and go from there. And to speak to Jacksonville, I feel like that's something since Tom Coughlin's been there that they've been struggling with to really get a coach. Maybe Jack Del Rio was someone that had some more longevity there. That's not, that was that was my coach. He uh, he drafted yeah. me in 2003. I was actually his rookie draft class. And Jack was the best coach they had there from a way to run a team to, you know, to get the you know, player and coaches buy-ins. And it was unfortunate when Jack left that he got a raw deal. Yeah. But Jack was an amazing coach, great leader, great player. And he could bring that player and that great coaching perspective to the forefront, which is exactly what Jacksonville needs. I think the lesson in this for us all is the fact that you, you spoke to the point that everybody needs to have their platform in order to grow themselves. And if you're micromanaging them, that's going to keep them within the shell because they're constantly going to be looking over their shoulder, wondering if they're doing a good job. It doesn't allow for that evolution. It doesn't allow for people to really discover that inner ability and unlock their true potential. So don't be afraid to delegate in your business. I know as entrepreneurs, we want to have our hands on every piece of our business. But when you start outsourcing things and you start handing things off to people that can truly help you, beautiful things happen. You got it. So overall, what values and philosophies have made all the difference in the evolution of Marcus Ogden? A great quote by Aristotle. It's amazing how he's been gone for thousands of years in different part of the world, Greece, all these different things. But his quote really speaks to the journey that we've had with our brand. In times of extreme darkness, focus on the light. And I've had difficult days, tough days, and there's also a great quote, it's always hard in the beginning. And that's true. And you have to push through all the difficulty, you have to push through all the negativity and keep going. And that's what we're doing with our brand. But again, that quote by Aristotle really sums up what we've gone through to get where we are. In times of extreme darkness, focus on the light. That's beautifully said. And I feel that you can relate to this very strongly as a professional athlete. You're never going to know how good a win feels if you don't suffer some losses along the way. If you don't, if you, you just can't fully appreciate how good it feels and appreciate all the hard work that goes into earning that victory, if there isn't some struggle along the way. So take that struggle and really embrace it put it to work for you and it's going to carry you a lot further than just having everything handed to you and having everything be easy. We have a podcast called the Levin Marcus show and we're in the top 2% globally after four months. We've had on some amazing guests, retired athletes, celebrities, actors, reality stars, business leaders, entrepreneurs, et cetera. 
But what you said really speaks to one of the guests that we just booked yesterday. I'm making a post on social media here in a few minutes uh, today. Tom Ryan, who is the head wrestling coach at Ohio State. And he has a book called Chosen Suffering. And part of the journey is the the failure, the suffering, the loss. How do you handle it? How do you deal with it? How do you adjust from it? How do you bounce back from it? These are assets and these are traits that I'm so excited to have Coach Ryan share with our audience because it really speaks to how, like you said a moment ago, in life, in the journey, it's how how you bounce back, not about how you just, because we're all going to face adversity, difficulty. How do you bounce back? That's what matters most. Absolutely. Well, as we get ready to wind down, Marcus, I wanted to ask you, if you could go back in time and share one thing with your pre-evolved self that would completely change the game, what would it be? I would have learned in my, so I'll say twofold. One, as an NFL athlete, I would have told myself to go and talk to my rookie coach in my second year learn how to work with him. It was my job to conform to him, not the other way around. And because of that, I I wanted out of Jacksonville. And looking back on, I wish I would have never done that because I should have been a man, sat down with the man who's my coach, worked it out. In my construction business, I wish I would have learned to listen to my trusted staff as I grew and had more success because my ego got in the way. And then with today's business as a speaker, I just really focus on what I have gone through, through the failures, through the hard times, through the spoiled milk moment. And that has revolutionized me to be who I am today, where I am a much better, how do I say this? I learned how to bridge myself. And what I mean by that is who I was as an athlete, who I was as a business owner, who I was as a speaker and all things I've gone through. I can pull out the traits that allow me to be successful in all, and I have bridged that to who I am today. So that's what I always tell people when you're trying to evolutionize yourself, remember what you've done well. When I get any new client, right, Jason, I say, what are three things you do well? Then we start there. Then what are things you want to improve upon? We go there. I train the people's minds to focus on what they do well then what you want to improve upon, we'll discuss that and we'll work on that. But I want you to be in a state and a positive mindset to bridge who you were that was good about yourself to who you are today. And that is the real secret, I feel, of trying to evolutionize or rebrand or to reinvent yourself. Know what you do well, focus on that. What things do you do well makes sense to help you to help you start a new career and then go down the path from that regard. Accentuate the positives and build on what you have in place already that's positive. That's very, very good advice. Marcus, you've brought some serious value to the show today. I can't thank you enough for doing that. Where do you want everyone to go to connect and get more from you? Sure, they can go to our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com and check out our show, The Levin Marcus Show. It's on Apple, it's on Spotify, Google, iHeart, Stitcher. It's just, a, again, it's a show that's very eclectic, different guests, different topics. We're all about people's stories. We 
all of our guests have one thing in common. They all have great stories or well, two things. They all have great stories and they all are great people. So really focus on that type of community and doing that can help you push from where you are to where you want to be. So you can go to our website and check us out on our show, Lemon Market Show, or just you know, connect me on social. I'm on uh, I'm Marcus Ogden on LinkedIn. I'm Marcus underscore Ogden on Twitter. I'm Marcus Ogden on Facebook, and I'm at Marcus Ogden on Instagram. For everybody listening, I'll make sure I put those in the show notes. Before we go, Marcus, I want to put you on the spot. Bonus question. Who's winning the Super Bowl? I I, got to go with the old man. I mean, you know, Tampa to me has all their starters back. They've got great culture. People took massive pay cuts to stay with Tampa. And to me, when players are focusing on not their own financial gain, but trying to make sure everybody on the team's taken care of to, to stay together to try to win, it reminds me of football of the old days. So in my opinion, Tampa has the best cohesive unit. They've been there. They played every game in the playoffs last year on the road. Of course, played their home uh, Super Bowl in their home stadium, but every game they played was on the road and they still went to Super Bowl and won. So to me, until the old man shuts it down, Tampa Bay is my choice. You heard it here first. Tampa Bay Buccaneers back to back. Marcus, thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciated. Appreciate it, Jason. Thanks a lot, man. Bend, but don't break, EOB Society. It's all about resilience. How do you bounce back from a loss? How much sweeter is victory when you know how bitter defeat tastes? You heard it straight from Marcus. He hit rock bottom, but he didn't stay there. He overcame a bad experience and used it to fuel his future success. That's how you and your brand will evolve. I want to once again thank Marcus for joining and impacting us on Evolution of Brand today. If you want more from this episode, visit evolutionofbrand.com and click the link for episode five. Or go directly to jasoncircone.com slash Marcus Ogden to get access to links, resources, and show notes. And I'm talking primo notes. I got an A. This brings the world premiere five-episode launch of Evolution of Brand to its conclusion. But I'm just getting started. And to prove that, I'm going to be releasing the first Evolution of Brand recap show on Thursday, October 28th. On that show, I'll share some of my takeaways from episodes one through five and give you a sneak preview of episode six of Evolution of Brand featuring Heather Cherry. Heather is a copywriter who specializes in authentic storytelling. In today's world, authenticity is huge, and Heather will be joining me to tell you why. And if that's not enough, also on the recap show, I'm going to share how you can be rewarded just for dropping a rating and review for Evolution of Brand. And before you ask, no, this isn't going to be just some Amazon gift card giveaway. I've got something special planned for two lucky members of the EOB Society. And all it's going to cost you is a quick rating and quick review. Tune into the recap show for all the details, and I'll give you a small hint. Come hungry. Episode 5 of Evolution of Brand is over and done. If you liked it, show the love by reviewing and recommending it to others. I'll catch up with you on the EOB Weekly Recap this Thursday. And until then, thank you for listening, and never stop evolving. 
Being a guest on podcasts that are relevant to your message and mission is the most powerful way to build your brand today. With each guest appearance you make, you build your reputation, establish trust, position yourself as a thought leader, grow your audience, and much, much more. If you'd like to enhance your brand by maximizing the power of podcasting, you need to check out GuestSpotter. GuestSpotter offers comprehensive communications and guest booking solutions, so all you need to do is show up and dominate your interview. Visit GuestSpotter.com today to learn more.